The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. We have our expert in with us. So if you have any questions about fish, we have the answers. We already have a question about why is there a paucity of lemon sole available currently. We will get to that in a minute. Our expert is Pat O'Connell, who is from K. O'Connell Fish uh, Markets in the English market, who, of course, apart from being famous for uh, the business that he has set up, is famous for getting a giggle out of the Queen. Was that a tricky thing to achieve, Pat? Getting a giggle out of the Queen, hard to do? No, not very easy, actually, surprisingly so. <laughs> it's a brave man who sees the Queen coming and thinks, you know what, I'm going to crack a gag. And to name anything but brave, if the truth be told. <laughs> <laughs> it was very much like a swan on the day, smooth on top and pedalling like hell underneath. But yeah, look, um, yeah, I mean, she's an amazing woman. She's charming. Brilliant publicity Didn't for the live market. Didn't my perception of what she was, mind you, because I always thought she was aloof and distant and she was anything but, yeah, we had a, we had some fun on that day, yeah. What's the cork fish? What's the cork fish? You know the way Ray is the Dublin fish? Ray yeah, is just the Dublin fish. Yeah, it's just that's, traditionally that, that's one a bit of Ray. problem with Dublin, wing. really. They're very limited, whereas in Cork, like we have just such a phenomenal variety that the Cork fish is the fish that's best on the day. <laughs> I'm seeing a trend of a certain local pride between yourself and Jonathan. Well, what is selling well currently? Oh, God, fish has got so popular, Anthony, to be honest, really, since COVID. There's been a huge change. It, it's, it's become the health food. Um, and I think during COVID, when people had so much time to do other things, a lot of people took to cooking. And um, fish became more popular than And fish became the big thing because on Saturdays, when people were having a family meal or whatever, um, the English mark was opened right through. And we had good supplies right through. Um, and it was just phenomenal the way people changed in that, that short And did period. they broaden their taste as well? Because there is sort of a tradition a bit in Ireland of cod and salmon. Yes, and cork is supposed to stand out difference in that. Um, and that's probably because of the English market. Because there are, you know, the, the, there's a tradition of a lot of fishmongers there, even though at the moment there's only three. Um, but... I mean, we get our fish locally, so we get a Castletown Bear, Union Hall, Kinsale. So we're used to bringing in a variety. We're used to having a little bit different. And I suppose because it's the English market and because there's such an interaction with customers, I mean, we're there since 62. We're on our third generation of, of, of same families coming into us in many cases. So that there's a there's a trust there, that there's a... A sense of, you know, he has an idea of what I want. So if I come in and ask for place and place isn't as good as other stuff, Pat is going to tell me or Paul is going to tell me that there's lemon sole or there's brill or there's torbid. So, yeah, we yeah we go for more variety down here. This is the thing I can never remember. When you're buying place, which is the thick side and which is the thin side? The dark side is the thick side. The dark side is the thick I side. I shouldn't say that. Bang <laughs> <laughs> yeah. goes white sales for the next week. <laughs> it also brings up the question of lemon sole because we got a tweet saying, why is lemon sole so hard to get at the moment? Is I it hard to know, get at the moment? Because we have, get lemon sole all the time, I'll be honest, from Castletown Bear. Um, yeah, I mean, we, yeah. But I do notice that if you're in Dublin, it is a bit scarcer if you're in other parts of the country. But yeah, we get, yeah. The but then Castletown Bear is the second biggest port in the country, so I mean, they do tend to have more fish than most. And parts. what's the fishery for Castletown Bear? Is it is it Atlantic? Is it North France? Is it, where do they go? Yeah, Irish south, sea? Uh, south and west, yeah. Mostly west, yeah. How long do the boats go out for? 
Anything from, you, know, you can get day boats which just run in and run out, but mostly three to five days. And is it is there a particular cycle of it? As in, do, do you tend to land on a Thursday? Do they tend to land on a Monday? Or is it just whenever the they... The bulk would come in at the weekend because for export, that's when they want to ship the stuff out. Um, so that would tend to, to bring the bigger boats in on the weekend. But generally, there's fish there every day. I mean, there'll be fish there today. We'll be down later. What's the stuff that the French like that we don't? When you talk about export, what, what types of fish end up being exported that aren't liked by the Irish palate? Pollock would be one. Pollock isn't hugely popular with, with the Irish. Um, French use it in a lot of dishes, you know, stews and stuff like that. Um, Is Pollock the one that we rename as Blossom? What, what's, isn't Blossom a, a name for something that blossom, isn't I think Blossom? Blossom is Whiting, if I remember right. Um, yeah, but again, like, I mean, people will come in and they'll say, you know, what do you recommend? And that's so fantastic in the English market, like that you have that belief and trust that you're never caught for fish because if you're without cod, it doesn't really matter because you'll suggest hake or you'll suggest haddock and people will go with it. Where I know if you're in England or if you're up the country under Paris and people come in and they ask for cod and you say, no, that's it, they're gone. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so like it's something that we've worked on in Cork for a long time, um, particularly in our own business because we go to Castletown by ourselves and we pick what we want. Um, So it really is from trawler to counter and gone that day. Do you eat much in the way of fish yourself? I absolutely love it, Anton. Um, because we do such a long day, I mean, this morning I started at 20 to 6. I'll finish at half past 6 tonight. Um, that's not an unusual day. So when I get home, having meat or having, you know, something heavy is not the ideal solu- ideal meal. So fish is, you know, if I ring my wife and say, Mara, I'm not going to be home, you know, for another half an hour or whatever. It just means, you know, the stew isn't sitting there or the chunk of meat isn't sitting there. She can, you know, throw a few fillets of brill in the pan and whatever and Bob's your uncle. I remember talking to a man who grew up in, his dad was a butcher and he said that he developed a lifelong hatred for corned beef because he said what happened is the dad would put out the beef on the counter, it'd stay out for a couple of days when it was getting a bit old, it'd come back and be corn, exactly, (laughs) then it'd go back out again, it'd sit as corned beef and when it was getting to the edge, it'd come home and be eaten. Yes. Is the same true with fish? Is there a fish that you know, well, eventually I'll end up eating that? No, but my 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 hate fish would be smoked haddock. Like, yeah, absolutely hate it because it was a penance food back in the day. In the sense that you know, if you go back when 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 we had Friday fast day, I mean, there was fairly reliable ones like of place smoked haddock, saltling. You know, there was a very limited menu, and like you had to eat it because it was a Friday. And, you know, it's fantastic that that's gone. And I'll always remember, Anton, back in the day when my mother, God rest her soul, was alive. And it was kind of becoming more and more obvious that, that fish on a Friday was going to become a thing of the past. And at the time, I think there were 16 fish fishmongers in the English market. Um, and there was panic, like, this will be the end of us. Like, because in those days, like, we worked... Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, Thursday and Friday. It was incredible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it was the golden era. Every day, but that's good too. But there was panic because like, they thought, this is the end of fish. Like, and, and my mother was saying, this is fantastic. Like, and her line was like that it was going to lose that tag. Okay, for a year or two, it was going to be probably a little bit tough. But it was going to lose that tag of being... And you were going to get more of a continental flair to it, that it was the food to have. And if you were out in a restaurant, fish was the one to have. Like, and, and 
She got that one so right. Well, I can't remember who it was that I heard saying it. I think it was a, a guest a week or two ago, but was talking about the fish on Friday thing and saying a quote from the bishop that was, hey, don't forget that it is fish this Friday and salmon doesn't count. Yes. That if you had salmon, it was too posh a fish. Yes. It, it counted as meat. You yes, and uh, it, it's funny how the likes of salmon changed because a couple of years ago, there was a guy from Waterford brought me in a contract for workers from 1890. Didn't even know they had a contract in those days. But the house that he that his family had lived in was on the black water. So the workers on the on the estate, one of the things in the contract was that they wouldn't be given a salmon more than four times a week. <laughs> and I'm thinking, we are paying mega bucks for oil salmon and these guys didn't want it. <laughs> well do you know they had the very same thing in uh, Maine? For prisoners in uh, jails in Maine in the late 1800s, lobster was so plentiful that one of the rules was that um, prisoners could not be fed it every Uh, single day. The price of lobster. Lobster now is what, probably 40 40 euro a kilo? Is that what you're doing for European lobsters? Of course, our lobsters are much better than their lobsters, aren't they? Well, they're not as, yeah. The the Canadian or the American lobster is a bit more stringy. Although it's interesting that Canadian lobster, it, yeah, you're seeing Canadian lobster imports into Ireland now, aren't you? You do, because we have a season, um, so they tend to come in off-season. And come in frozen or do they come in live? They can come in live, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've got them in live on occasion, but I prefer our own ones, I have to be honest. I mentioned this earlier on, you're the man to ask, what do you do with a monkfish cheek? Oh, we used to throw them out. <laughs> yes, and um, well, you used to throw the whole monkfish out. It was very hard I to know. get. Oh, yeah, there was a time monkfish. when I started, and I'll be giving away my age now. But there was a time when I started in the market when we used to give monkfish out for cat food, free. free and what is it now, a kilo? What's a kilo for monkfish, roughly? Twenty-eight to uh, thirty-three, about. For the and fillet. it used to be scrapfish. Used to be catfish. And it used to be catfish. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Like, yeah. Um, but the cheeks, yeah, we are being asked for them and, and we are starting to do them for particular orders, yeah. Um, it's a bit of work in taking the cheek out of a monk, like, and, and it's time-consuming. And, and, I mean, in France, they get a premium for it. You don't tear or you haven't tear up to now. So, yeah, I could see it changing in the next couple of years, yeah. Very much appreciate you uh, coming in, Pat. I'm conscious of what you said about you, you being only midway through a 12-hour day, so I don't want to keep you uh, much longer. Yeah, but you see, as my mother used to say, Anton, you know, if you, if you love your job, it's not work, it's a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> that is Pat O'Connell talking about his hobby there in K. O'Connell Fish Merchants in the uh, English market. That's it for us uh, this morning. 